Choir directors are creative, resourceful, dedicated, and sometimes completely out of ideas. Not to worry, the Choir Ninja Podcast is here with solutions you never saw coming. Get ready for some training, wisdom, and inspiration from the masters. Let Ryan Guth guide your journey to becoming a Choir Ninja. Hey there, Choir Nation. This is Ryan Guth with the Choir Ninja Podcast, and today is our special Halloween episode. Uh, We asked for some submissions in the Choir Nation Facebook group as to some of the most horrifying choir stories, and this one takes the cake. So I am uh, very proud to be with uh, my dear friend Shane Thomas from Florida. Uh, he's a wonderful director down in Florida. We'll hear a little bit more about about him at the beginning of this episode. But before we jump into that, we're going to uh, have to say thank you to two sponsors. The first one is MyMusicFolders.com. This is your one-stop shop for non-scary music folders. These are the best music folders you can buy. Uh, They are uh, the the innovators of the comfort grip system. Okay, you can assume whatever you want about the comfort grip system, Uh, but it is a very comfortable folder to hold. There's all sorts of varieties with three hole punches and little elastic strappy things that don't get all tangled up and terrible. And uh, they're just fantastic. So if you are interested in some folders for your choir uh, or just yourself, head on over to mymusicfolders.com and use the promo code NINJA at checkout. There you will receive the maximum bulk discount. So this is the discount that is uh, that is for people that buy more than 100. So you're going to get that discount no matter what quantity you buy. The second is... Uh, sightreadingfactory.com. How could I forget? Sightreadingfactory.com is the single best money you'll spend in your choral program as far as the actual sight reading education portion of your program. It's $35 a year as I'm speaking now. And uh, you can project sight singing examples on the board based on specifications that you choose. Uh, there's no tool that is more flexible than Sight Reading Factory. It's it's fun, and every every example is unique because it is an algorithm that composes the examples for you, as opposed to um, some minions in the back of their office uh, posting them online or something. So, uh, if you go to sightreadingfactory.com and type in the promo code Ninja, you will get not only your teacher account but ten free student accounts to use. Uh, you could also buy, obviously, more than 10. Um, but if you want to try out the 10 student accounts for free, just type in the promo code NINJA. Or if you buy 200 student accounts, you'll get 10 of them for free with uh, the promo code NINJA at sightreadingfactory.com. So uh, let's just jump into today's episode. So Shane Thomas, thank you for being here on the Choir Ninja podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So Shane uh, let's just very briefly get a little intro about who you are and and where you teach and, and a little bit about that that program before we jump into your horrifying story. Wonderful. Uh, so I am a high school choral director in Stewart, Florida, which is about 45 minutes north of West Palm Beach. It's on the um, Treasure Coast, on the East Coast of Florida. Uh, I teach at a in a county 
that has only three high schools, five middle schools, and 12 elementary schools. So we're all very close. Um, a lot of people in this county have graduated from the high school that I currently teach at. Um, I, I replace a legend who was here for about 35 years when I walked in, and I'm entering my fourth year of teaching here. And um, from the year that I started to now, uh, there were three choral ensembles, and now there are six, which is really wonderful in the program from 60 to 110, which is great for a county that only has three high schools. Um, we have about a population of 2,000 students, and um, we go out and we perform in the community all the time. And so it's a, it's a really great culture to be a part of. Now, every time I see your choir on Facebook or a proud parent posting a video of your choir singing on Facebook, I'm assuming this is your probably your top ensemble um, there, yeah. um, I'm reminded of my own high school career because we had blueberry dresses too. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we had the exact same dresses with the poofy sleeves and yeah. they're, you know, two inch thick polyester and there's mm -hmm. no possible way you can put a wrinkle in that dress if you try, you know? Exactly. So we had the same thing going on when I was in high school. So I just, I get the warm feelies every time I see, you know, your kids posted online there on Facebook. Uh, so, so, and Choir Nation, if you ever get a chance, you know, to, to find some of Shane's work, uh, you know, Shane has just an absolutely amazing program. And uh, this is the only choir that, if I get married in Florida, which we're not sure yet, but where we're, we're going to marry, this is the only choir I will let sing at my wedding. Okay. So, boom, this is it. Shane's choir. So, <laughs> that is the not horrifying stuff about about yes. Shane's program. So, let's get in since this is Halloween, let's get in to this this little story that you had previously shared with me. Sure. So, about a year ago, um, we, just like any other high school choral program, we have a big holiday performance in December and we have a big spring performance. And last year I had about 58 in my top ensemble. And of those 58, about 12 of them were guys. And so just like any other high school choral ensemble, every guy is necessary. And so um, we, the performance started at 7 p.m. At 5.30 p.m. I called all of the students. They were to be there dressed and ready. And so during the day, everything was going great. The dress rehearsals were really fine. It was, it was, it was wonderful. 5.30 comes around, and all of a sudden, I have some of my student leaders come up to me, and they say, um, such and such, so and so. I had two, I had two gentlemen who were... Um, getting very sick in the bathroom in a garbage can right outside the uh, the auditorium. And oh, no. I said, okay, great, I, they have to still be here. And so I'm, I just kind of started the rehearsal, and I see the two of them walk in, and they're about as white as a ghost. And so I said, okay, what's going on? And they're talking to me about how they're not feeling well. And within 10 minutes of them being on stage, they both ran off stage again, and they got sick into a garbage can that was in the hallway in the auditorium. And so the rehearsal's going on. I'm trying my best to keep everybody um, engaged in what I was doing. And then all of a sudden, two more um, end up walking off. Now, mind you, these are two guys. So two plus the other two guys. There are four of my 12 men who are now walking off stage to get sick into a bathroom. So the rehearsal last until about 6.30, and at 6.30, four of my women decide to go and do the same thing, and three additional guys walk off. So now this oh, is seven no. gentlemen, and it's four total women. So I have... I have I, a whole so 20% of your choir is gone. Literally, and they're they're running off. They're running off stage. They're running into a bathroom. They're finding any garbage can, and they're just getting sick, and I looked at them, and it's about 6.45, and we had to go on stage at 7, and I 
I actively contemplated whether or not I had to cancel this performance because they couldn't stand up straight. They were they were sweating. I mean, they they literally every five minutes somebody was running in and out of the bathroom. They couldn't keep water down. It was it was a terrifying sight. And so we got on stage, and I I put on two different garbage cans on both sides of the wings. Unfortunately, <laughs> had like- fortunately enough, <laughs> we, we had intermissions to where the curtains closed, and we had some solos going on. And those twelve students kept running into the hallways and they kept getting sick for the rest of the performance but during when the when the curtain was open they were able to keep it together they were able to sing i looked at each, i looked at them and they were hiding in each other and they were holding each other up um and so they we made it happen for an hour and a half long performance and we made it at the end of it though i found out later that the reason why was because they all went to chipotle beforehand and they all had the same thing and that same thing was the guacamole and so we have made it a rule now that before any performance they are not allowed to go to chipotle and not allowed to get the guacamole because it almost killed my entire choir oh my god so well okay so a couple things guacamole is green the ex yes. the exorcist vomit is green, right? I mean, this had to look <laughs> you know, ridiculous. I, did not look, but <laughs> I mean, was the was like the was there a smell on stage? I I did not smell anything, but some of the students when they said they walked into the hallway, they did, and so I just tried to ignore it as much as I could, and just tried to make sure that the kids weren't going to pass out in front of their parents. So okay, what did the audience know? Anything? The audience knew nothing. Wow. They knew zero things. And they didn't know anything until the performance was over when I started losing my mind to our booster president. And I was like, did you all see what happened? And the booster president was like, no, it was a great concert. So it was, that's how I knew we were okay. <laughs> well, well how, did they, how did they perform? They just kind of stood there, and like if I if I could demonstrate it, um, they were they were instead of standing with their hands to their sides, they were literally holding each other up, but doing so behind somebody, so you couldn't really tell it was happening. Wow. Well, okay, so this is like this is like crazy teamwork. This is yeah. this is insane professionalism. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm I'm totally blown away. So nobody knew anything. Now zero what, people. What, were the kids a little uh, squeamish about the ones who who were like the ones who were standing in front of the of the vomity kids? How did they feel? Yes, and and I just kind of looked at them and said, "I don't care what happens, just perform. <laughs> this is this is your one shot to make sure to make it look like nothing's going to happen. If you get vomited on, we'll we'll clean your tuxedo. We'll deal with it later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and knock on wood, fortunately, nothing like that happened. So we were good. So. So was this part of the entire was this was this part of like the crazy Chipotle thing that happened where everybody was getting like E. coli or something? Was this part I, of that? I think all of that I think all of that happened a couple months before then. Oh, um, okay. Our, I mean, according according to our store, they said that they didn't have any outbreaks from it. And so I maybe I'm not quite sure what this was. But it was funny because the next day I, I talked to all of those students that were affected by it and they said they were fine after that. So I don't know if it was a 24-hour little stomach bug or if it was just bothersome by what, what, what they ate or whatnot. I'm not I'm not quite sure. Okay, so I what, just know it's never gonna happen again. What were your so what were your main takeaways besides don't eat the guac? I think that 
um, especially from that, you know, I'm, I'm such a, as I think most high school choral directors are, I'm such a type A person that I love to control every single situation. And mm -hmm. when that happened, I knew I just couldn't control that. And so I just did, we did the best that we could and we made it, we made it happen. Um, cause it was literally within the last minute of us about to line up. I was literally thinking we might just have to cancel it because there was no way we were able to perform if all of the men were just going to get sick. There was, there was nothing we could do. And so I just, from that experience, I learned that I there's, just can't control it and you just have to keep on going, so, whether it's vomit or whether it's something else. What was some of the repertoire they were expected to sing at that concert? So we, um, I inherited a program that does a lot of traditional and, and other type of holiday um, holiday songs. The biggest one being the um, the Wilhowski Carol of the Bells. Uh -huh. um, we had a Twelve Days After Christmas <laughs> oh, by Silver. Ding dong, ding dong. Right, Blah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, um, other other big standard like Christmas carols and and some Jewish songs and some Kwanzaa songs and um, not a lot of movement, but not a lot of other crazy stuff either. And okay. so unfortunately, it was just kind of stand and deliver type songs, which was great. Christmas. Other typical Christmas carols, angels we have heard on high, you know. Okay, so Think we're not doing any any South of. South African Christmas songs that require lots of movement. Correct. No. Okay, that's great. Thank goodness. <laughs> wow, I am. Well, I'm I'm very impressed, Shane, that you were able to pull this off. I, I don't know what I would have done in this situation. And Choir Nation, you know, as you're listening. You know, try to think about what you may have done in this in this situation. Would you have reacted the way Shane did, or or would you have canceled the concert? I mean, at because I'm thinking, at what point in time would I need to see enough of my people vomiting to, to you know to make the call? And I almost think I would have made a call earlier. Like I almost it was. It, it was 6.56, I think. And we were, we, I, I generally start walking out to the auditorium about five minutes before. Uh -huh. And I looked at everybody and I noticed that three other kids went back to the bathroom. And I was like, we, we might have to call this. And we walked out and I was like, no, you know what? It's show's going to go on. We're going to make it happen. I have, I have over 500 people sitting in my auditorium right now. I can't turn around and go, okay, see you later. This isn't going to happen. You know, it almost reminds me of that terrible depends commercial that used that they, <laughs> there is a, it was an opera singer. It was like a woman. Um, and she was probably in her, you know, early sixties and she was an opera singer and she was like, when I'm on stage, the show must go on. And right. it was like, depends. <laughs> and it was like, Okay, so all right, so you you pee your pants on stage. All right, no no problem. Well, Shane's choir refrains from vomiting. It's very right. very similar, very similar. Um, wow, Shane, th you know, thank you, thank you so much. Now, listen, you have this platform now. Uh, sure, you have thousands of people listening to you. Is there anything that you want to say to Choir Nation? Is there any any billboard like statement that you feel? the choral world should know since you have this opportunity right now from my horror story <laughs> no or any or you know, anything this could be totally totally unrelated but the platform is yours right now so sure i i think just from this situation i like i said before um a lot of us are are want to be in control of every single itty bitty detail and a lot of us you know it's not a trust thing but it's just a matter of um we want to make sure everything goes according to plan and sometimes life just has a way of taking that plan and then throwing it upside down or throwing throwing in a a a 12 vomiting students and you just kind of have to look at it and go it's great. Everything's going to be fine. The audience is still going to be there and they may not know what's going on. They may know what's going on, but, but, but lives are still there to be mm -hmm. changed. So, uh, parents are still there to, to support their students and, and their children, you know, and, um, and you just kind of have to roll with whatever punches happen. 
And you get one heck of a story out of it either way. Yes, you do. So, no, you know what? I've, I always have felt like whenever things don't go according to plan, like they're at least really interesting and they really make for a great story, you know? So when yes, they do. the next time, you know, you're, you're out with your choir director buddies having a beer or something, you can, you can say, you would never believe what happened at exactly. my, at my holiday concert, you know, yep. two years ago. So, so Shane, I, I appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate you uh, sharing this. This is, this is a, this this is a pretty horrifying moment for you, but but <laughs> yeah. you pulled through. Your kids pulled through, and uh, sounds like the audience had a great time. Regardless, it was so. it was great. Well, thanks for being on the show, Shane. Of course, absolutely. Well, Choir Nation, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, of course, you can uh, if you want to talk to Shane. He's in the Choir Nation Facebook group, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Choir Nation. Uh, you could also um, check, you know subscribe, tell a friend how much you love this podcast. Feel free to share it. We'd love to get more members uh, on board in Choir Nation that uh, are also awesome, just like everybody else that's already there. So uh, thank you very much. Hope you have a wonderful, spooktacular Halloween.